Hello, everybody, and welcome to Backcourt Banter with Becky Peters. And Abigail Kelty Corning. There we go. Um, we are here to uh, talk about our college experience, our college basketball experience, and to um, share different perspectives on, on that. Um, we have come together to put this podcast together uh, to have genuine conversations about the college basketball experience in hopes that it may help anybody that crosses paths with this amazing opportunity called college basketball. Um, Abigail, do you want to jump in as to why else we, why did you, why, why did you want to talk about, talk about this and have this conversation with me? Your girl, Becky. Yeah. First off, we we're, we're former backcourt teammates. We love to banter. Whenever we get on the whenever we get on the phone, it's like hard to get us off. Um, but I think at, you know, due to some recent college basketball events and just us kind of like reminiscing on our careers, uh, we'll get into how far we've been removed from playing college basketball. But a lot has changed. Um, there's a lot to uncover from various different perspectives. Um, and the game has even changed from a recruiting aspect. Now we have NIL. Um, the three point so line. just, yeah, the three point <laughs> line, the shot clock, you know, they're constantly changing and evolving. And I think it's fun to both look back on our careers, um, get other people's perspectives, but then also look ahead to see what challenges the game is facing nowadays. So I feel like it'd be good to get us out there on the airwaves, chat hoops, and just have some good casual banter. We are riding the airwaves, people. Riding the airwaves. Um, yeah, so some of the things we're gonna talk about. So basically we're gonna bring different people on uh, and, and have these conversations. Um, and some of the things we're always going to bring up are just simple demographic questions. So I'm just gonna run through them and Abigail and I are gonna share uh, our responses for each of these. So college played, uh, where'd, where'd you play? What year did you graduate? Did you get a scholarship? How many degrees do you have? How many head coaches did you play for? Uh, did you have any postseason appearances? And did you, play, did you play overseas? So I'll go first. Um, played at Fordham all four years. I graduated 2012. Uh, I got, received a full scholarship. Uh, I have two degrees, uh, a bachelor's and a master's. And I played for two head coaches uh, at Fordham, Coach Andrews and Coach Gately. And no postseason appearances. Just want to make it clear that Abigail made sure to put that, that one in there. Um, the first question was career success, though. So you can hit on that if you'd like, because I know oh, you still had a su successful career. I guess. But then, like, how do you define success? Uh, I think so. I mean, I got a, my bachelor's degree for free. So not for free. It was paid for um, via scholarship, my time, effort, and energy into playing college basketball. So that was successful. Um, some would also say scoring a thousand points is successful to each their own. That's cool too. Uh, and did you play overseas or consider? So I did not play overseas. I did consider it though. I think I mainly just wanted to travel around Europe um, while I was considering playing. But yes, I did go to a showcase in Germany. Uh, and then traveled around Europe for six weeks around that trip. <laughs> so, 
Nice. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I, after, after my basketball, my college basketball experience, I was ready to kind of move on. So I retired. <laughs> um, all right, Abigail, you have these questions in front of you, right? Yeah, I can okay. run through them. So yeah. also went to Fordham University, graduated in 2014. I had two head coaches, Coach Andrewsy and Coach Gately. I was a full scholarship student athlete. Uh, I have a bachelor's degree from Fordham and a master's degree from Fairfield, not related to playing, but related to working. Um, I did not play overseas, but I did consider it slightly, especially after the success that uh, we were able to have junior, senior year. However, in looking back, decided that I wanted my career to end on my terms and not have a career ending injury or um, sadly being cut, not making enough money to live over there. Um, but I love traveling around Europe too. So I wish I kind of had taken Becky's route, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, overall success. I did have a couple of postseason appearances, both in WNIT and the NCAA tournament. We won't run that, run that in too you much. Go to WNIT? Um, two maybe one one i think and you okay so one wnit and one ncaa i think so i think it was wnit junior year and then ncaa senior year because i dang that we, was if we went sophomore year? if we went sophomore year you would have been there so yeah because you didn't go to wnit right oh yeah that's right we can figure it out based upon yeah. my lack of postseason appearances which is zero and we played together for two years. So yeah, two years. So WNIT, your junior year, and then NCAA, your senior year. Yeah. Great. I'm glad we could. Yeah, that was all good. We were also roommates, which was cool. Good old Walsh Hall. Good old that Walsh place. Hall. Um, great. So we're going we're gonna to figure that out. Um, and then Campbell. Yeah. Campbell. Um, okay. That was, I didn't know you considered playing overseas too. I guess everyone thinks about it. You don't play yes. college basketball and never think about it. Yeah. You think about like, okay, why, can I keep playing? Yeah. And what capacity do you want that to be? Yeah. And that's where I was like, okay, I don't want it in a professional space, but I'll keep playing in like women's leagues or co-ed leagues, yeah. tournaments, whatever. So yeah, it's good. Um, yeah. Yeah, so I, I know we hit on like a couple, obviously we hit on postseasons and stuff. So some of our like top hoops moments, highlights yeah. per se. So let's give a quick rundown. Let's try to pick like one, maybe two, but uh, for the pre-college era for a top hoop moment, you know, when you were either a kid or, or in high school, during college, um, any of your four years, and then post-college, what's that look like for from a top hoop moment highlight? Mm-hmm. it's funny you know when I was thinking pre I, I told you before it was when I got offered my first scholarship which was from Wagner University so that changed my life and but I also just had a memory of like literally like playing recreational basketball when I was a kid just like running up and down um so a lot a lot of those moments but um definitely getting my first call scholarship offer was was life-changing um what about you? What was your favorite pre-college moment? Pre, pre moment? Yeah, I, 
I'd say probably, and, and it ended in a loss, but playing in our state championship game, just um, mm. having not had a great history of success at our high school. Um, the WNBA was still not the most popular thing, but we played it on the, the floor of Mohegan Sun. So obviously oh, the Connecticut cool. Sun were playing. So that was like really, a really big stage for a high school player to play in. Um, we lost by one. So it could also be seen as like a, a bad moment, but I just look back on it and say, okay, like this definitely teed up my ability to be able to play with like the lights on in college. Yeah. So I'd say that's probably top. Uh, otherwise just like shooting hoops with my dad in the driveway, but that's kind of like mm. been a lifelong thing. Just getting him out there, rebounding for me. Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, yeah. So during college, uh, I mean, there's so, there's so many, but one in particular, when I think of like actually playing, um, so we played with Ariel Collins, who is a Jersey girl, Her, Ariel and I, we called her Ace. So Ace and I, we played against and with each other in Jersey, we're from the same like neighborhood, I guess. Uh, so when she came on, um, obviously it was very exciting, but there was one game in particular. I, I basically, it was, it was like, the game was coming down to the wire, I was able to get a tip and the the point guard and I were sprinting to get the ball um, before I ran out of bounds go, uh, at the other end. And I couldn't get the ball and also stay in bounds. It was one or the other. I was either going out of bounds or me not being in bounds, but the ball in bounds. Uh, so I was able to get to the ball first, flick it backwards. I didn't see anything. I didn't know what was going on behind me, but I flicked the ball backwards to keep it in play. And there was ace right there was able to get the ball and finish the layup, which was a very important part of the game at that point. So that Jersey telepathy right there. Jersey telepathy for sure. So that was, that was definitely um, a really exciting moment. Uh, when I think about like cool things that happened um, during basketball in college. Yeah. That's cool. I know. Uh, my first ever career point in college was actually a half court shot as a buzzer. Beater, was it really? Which was pretty sweet. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Playing at Elon. So that's cool. I use that as a fun fact sometime. But oh, then, yeah. I, you know, the icing on the cake was uh, winning a conference championship, playing in the big dance. Definitely just like no better feeling than climbing a ladder to cut down some nets. Uh, always was like a dream come true. So that's definitely the going down the ballads. Right. Yep. Yep. Dude, I was so I almost go down Texas. To Texas for that, man. That was that that was so cool. Yeah. So cool. Um okay. What about and now? then post college? Um let's see. Uh oh, just like playing. I mean, basketball is such an amazing sport. Like, you know, it's not football or like tennis where like you need all this equipment or people you know, you can just go out there and shoot by yourself. But for me, um, I have a great community of girls that we play pickup all the time. We play in different leagues and just to be able to play like fun, competitive basketball is something I do not take for granted and that I, I, I take advantage of as much as I can. Um, so that's, that's been the best like post college, uh, experience for me. Yeah. I love just playing some pickup especially with people that have also played a lot, just making it fun, getting a good run in. Um, for me, I coached for a little bit, 
um, starting to get back into like the AAU space. So just trying to impact the game as best as possible or like the future of the game, kind of impart my knowledge and experience on either college students when I was at Fordham on staff or the younger kids today's generation. Um, and then just going home during the holidays and playing around the world and still being able to beat my brothers. Uh, they think that <laughs> since I don't shoot, I don't shoot, you know, hundreds of hoops a day anymore that they might be able to get me, but it comes right back. So they usually, they usually still don't win. They make it a little closer than the past, but that's they, always a good time. They try to beat you. Oh, of course. Super competitive. Brothers. You know that. Yeah. Brothers. Yeah. I don't, there was about, yeah, in high school, I just stopped playing against my brothers because it got too competitive because I, I have two older brothers and the, the idea of them losing to the younger sister, regardless of like accolades, they just, it just wasn't, it wasn't allowed in the household. So um, yeah, we, we slowed it down. <laughs> yeah. Um, cool. Yeah. So, so those are some experiences. So that was great. Uh, and this is fun. I get to learn some things about you too, which is part of the reason uh, we're doing this. So, so some frustrations. Yeah. What, what comes to mind? So the, we, we went over some like amazing, cool things that, you know, college basketball has done. Um, what have been some frustrations for you, Abigail, when you think about your college experience? Yeah, I think back to early college days, um, like additional uh, at late night film sessions, like on the road. Our families are all there. They made the trip, not being able to see them because we got to put the work in and watch film instead. Um, so that's always, that's all, that was always tough just because you want to yeah. see your family after, especially if it's after a loss. Yeah. Um, I'd say along that same vein, just like the time commitment, the sacrifice that you have to make. Um, I wouldn't say it's a frustration, but it's definitely a consideration of, mm -hmm summer school and missing holidays and all that stuff. And you mentioned it before, like you, you paid the price of your scholarship by putting in that time and, and putting in that effort. So that was, that was something we signed up for. So we, we mm -hmm. know that's the case. Um, but yeah, mm -hmm. you miss out on stuff and it's like sad. You have the FOMO for a little bit, but you kind of got to just be able to reframe it of why you're doing what you're doing and stick it out and enjoy those top moments rather than harp on the negative moments um, obviously had a coaching change, which was great. I remember, um, considering transferring after freshman year, just, you know, had got, it wasn't about playing. It wasn't about minutes. Mm -hmm. It was just about fit and not enjoying mm -hmm. it. I've always played the game for fun and for the love of it. And as competitive as college hoops is, I still wanted it to be fun and it just yeah. wasn't, everything was sucked out of it. So it was, yeah. already starting to reach out to coaches that had recruited me two years prior just to like put were you really? out. yeah yeah wow you were reaching yeah. out wow yeah just like you don't know if you know you don't know if they're gonna have any spots left obviously I still wanted the chance to have a scholarship but I just mm -hmm. wanted to play I wanted to have a good time overall positive experience so yeah that was that was frustrating when it wasn't fun yeah. and when you and, and just weren't when you weren't you know having a good time at all none of it was none of it was great so yeah yeah what about you well when you say none of it wait when you say none of it is great you're talking about uh early on in my career yeah like it was year, it was yeah. more it was more 
it was hard. It was more not fun than it was fun. And it was yeah. like more frustrating than it was like enjoyable. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It, it made it harder and harder to get yourself motivated and, and yeah. show up with your positive yeah. energy in the gym every single day. Yeah. Just cause you weren't, you, you, you never know what you were walking into. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's funny when, uh, people like ask me about my college experience and, you know, the first three years. So like after freshman year, I, I called my dad. I was like, I can't like, we just finished. We just lost to Xavier. Uh, I was playing, I've been starting since my freshman year. You know, I'm on my way to scoring a thousand points. Um, uh, but I remember after my freshman year, I was like, I can't do this anymore. Like I called my dad and my dad's just like, you have a full scholarship, like take a breath. Everything's going to be fine. I was like, I know, but this was so hard. And I think, you know, I think just college basketball is hard. So I would be surprised if many freshmen didn't have that experience after their first year. Cause there's just so much transition in terms of your life. You know, you're trying to figure out college, first of all, class you know we, like there's a whole nother aspect of college basketball besides just playing there's this whole you know student that thing yeah. <laughs> that you need to make sure you're you're doing properly yeah you're um, away from so, home yeah it's, just a lot so of adjustments. It's, it's a lot it's a lot yeah but then but then I also after my junior year I remember thinking the same thing I'm like I can't do this again you know and who transfers after their junior year I mean I guess now well nowadays Abigail there's no penalty for transferring, is there? My dad was just telling me this. You don't have to sit out. Is that true? Uh, sounds right. Yeah, I know they've changed you know? the rules a bunch. Yeah. Okay. We'll have to we'll have to sort that out later. But there. Yeah. Maybe now. Whereas before, when we were playing, if you transferred, you have to sit out a year. So to so so to transfer after your junior year to sit out one year to then play your fifth year, you know, that's a lot of work. Usually people will transfer for freshman or sophomore year. So they have two years to actually like, you know, reap the benefits of the change. That's at least how I thought about it. Um, but yeah, it was, I, re- I remember walking on Fordham campus thinking like, I, I don't know. I don't know if I could do this for another year. Like actually, can, I never reached out, but um, I was like, thankfully I didn't have to, you know, really consider that because we got it we got coach Gately which completely changed um my college basketball experience I was able to to finish it out on a on a high note and like you were saying like it was more like it was competitive but it was also fun sometimes it was frustrating but it wasn't more frustrating than it needed to be you know um and uh that was that you know that was a that was a real blessing for me so yeah um Well, kudos, kudos to Mr. Peters for yeah, right. at Fordham, brought us together. I feel like we all need that person, you know, especially, yeah. and, and that would be like advice I would give to people that are in, coming into college. Get that, get that person you can, who will hear you out, but also be real with you. And they're not mm-hmm. going to always side with you and tell you to, you know, complain or take the easy way, but like hear you yeah. out. No, they know you super well and yeah. just know what's in your best interest. And yeah. you know, for some people that is transferring and trying to figure out your path and just, it didn't work out the first time, try somewhere new, but for other people like us, it's just like, okay, stick it out, see what happens. And, and hopefully things turn for the better. And in our case, thankfully it did. Yeah. 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 And, and I mean, you know, something we definitely want 
people to to get out of this, this these conversations is just like different perspectives, right? I think, you know, I wish someone would have like gave me, told me that it's going to be hard. Like, you know, it, it's funny. I, I mean, neither of us are parents right now, but you know, parents only really talk about the good stuff. Oh, it's amazing. The best thing in your life. Da, da, da. But then like, you know, it's hard sometimes. Like, you know, I have friends that are parents now and I get like more of the inside scoop of like what it's like being a parent and it is hard. So kind of similar, obviously very different, but it's just the idea of like, you know, when you see college basketball, it's March madness. It's, it's playing the game you love, but you know, you play a two hour basketball game you have what a three hour practice for six days, 18 hours of preparation for those two hours, you know? And, and that's on top of like just being a regular student at a university. Um, and so, yeah, it's hard. It's hard. And I don't think people consider like the whole transition of like what is happening. Uh, you know, I wish someone had told me, yeah, there's probably going to be a moment you want to quit. <laughs> yeah. Like it would, in fact, it would be unusual if you didn't want to quit because there's just so many things happening. Um, you know, and like you said, Abigail, in some cases, that's the right decision. And, you know, people need to like put it out, you know, write it out, do whatever they need to do to process. Okay. Is this, is this place doing more harm than good? Then I have to leave that environment. Or if this place, is it just like regular hard? <laughs> is this like what other people are going through? Um, you know, is this kind of like normal, uh, and even if it is normal, it may not be okay for you. So that, you know, that's an adjustment you'll, you, everyone needs to make on, on their own. Um, but yeah, just having different people in your life, I think is important to give you different perspectives um, to, to kind of sort out, okay, where, where am I at? Where am I at? So. Yeah. Yeah. And, I, and that's our ultimate goal here is just bring those different perspectives onto exactly. this pod, have them banter with us you know, give us the, the good, the bad, everything in between, and hopefully just be able to give some advice to anyone that's considering the college basketball path and either people that are parents that might put their child through the recruiting process and have Mm -hmm. them go to school and hopefully get a scholarship Mm -hmm. to help with some of that educational costs, or just younger players that are out there just trying to figure out if that's the path for them to take. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, if we can just, kind of touch one person, give them a little tidbit to live by or, or swallow and move forward, then we'll be good. Or at least yeah. I'll be happy. Will you be happy? Yeah. Yeah. I got to find that Eminem quote. If you just, if there's just one person that gets something out of this, it was worth it. <laughs> you had to wrap it in order to not. I got, yeah. Yeah. Maybe you I'll, can't maybe just I'll talk it out. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I'll wrap it next time. Um, yeah. So yeah, so this is the this is the type of conversation we're gonna have. So uh, our plan is to put out an episode during every Fordham home game, um, which spans from November seventh to February twenty second. Yes, those are facts right there. So this you'll you will be listening to this either on November seventh or thereafter. That's when it'll be released. And then so every every home game of Fordham, we will be putting out putting out a podcast. Um, so we, we, we touched on a few things, I mean, about ourselves, but also just kind of like the purpose of what we're doing here, but we do plan on diving into other questions, like, you know, with our guests, um, like, do you recommend college basketball? Do you still watch or play? Uh, you know, what, what qualities make a great coach? Um, if you were in charge of the NCAA, what changes would you implement? 
you know, should student athletes get paid? Um, so we're just, we're going to, you know, be diving in. We're going to ha be having these kind of, we're going to have a go with the flow conversation, but we're also going to ask questions like that to see what their, what their perspective is. Um, and yeah, that's a good roadmap. I'm excited. Yeah, Season's yeah. coming. It's upon us. I can't believe it's end of October, but excited to just kind of keep talking hoops as the season yeah. progresses, catch up with some of our dear old friends. Oh yeah. Learn some, some more about them. Oh, some yeah. banter is going to be unbelievable. Yeah. We'll have some a, banter. We'll hopefully have off. accents. <laughs> yeah. That's the goal. Fingers crossed. If you're out there and listening, <laughs> yeah, let us know. Um, also quick shout out to me, uh, Abigail, did you see that the clock was running out on us during this conversation? Oh yeah. Zoom meeting was counting down. Oh, but your girl kept it together and I upgraded to get unlimited conversation so we could do this in one take look at us this is this is how we roll this is how we roll consecutive um, banter can't have that be split up once we get going no. we get going no stopping no, us exactly i couldn't i couldn't slow you down i couldn't call time out when you're on a fast break come on now yeah you don't do that no no, no we don't got time for momentum that. gotta stick with the momentum yes Just put them away yes, for sure um well great so this was the first episode of backcourt banter <laughs> Um, and we will catch you guys next time. See y'all. Peace.